Welcome to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here podcast with your host, Olivia B. Shepard, transformation coach and mental health advocate focusing on helping individuals release old habits, heal old wounds, and retrain their minds to go from barely surviving to thriving. She presents the best content on business, self-development, and mental health. Tune in. With Olivia, you'll have your moment of transformation no matter where you are in your life. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I am back with another episode of Girl Your Journey Starts Here podcast. I am so happy to be back. I have not been doing the podcast because I had a big move. For those of you all who are returning listeners, you know that I moved from moved from South Carolina to Texas. And for those of you all who are new listeners, yes, I used to live in Columbia, South Carolina. Now I live in San Antonio, Texas. And so with the big move, I didn't have any of my podcast equipment um, set up and I didn't want um I didn't want to do a podcast like on my phone or anything like that because, you know, I, I like to be comfortable. I like to have all of my things together. So this is the first podcast since I have been in Texas. So as of yesterday, I've been in Texas a month now and it's going pretty well. Um, I am, you know, I live out in the country area. San Antonio and I see cows all the time (laughs) I see cows I see llamas I see chickens I see goats like it's a different experience than living in Columbia South Carolina I'm super excited about the move I was very nervous at first but you know I ended up you know praying about it and you know talking it over with my therapist and God and now I'm here and now I have no choice because we are here we live here everything's about to be changed over to here my license my my plates on my truck so we're here so I am super excited about that um I am back um cocktails and conversations will be back as well next week um, with guests because y'all I told you all that I was going to be trying to interview people from now until the end of the year so I'm going to keep that going um, for those of you all who are um, are new listeners I am Olivia B. Shepard I'm a transformation and mental health advocate I help women like myself heal old past wounds grow life skills in order to transform your lifestyle I want you to go from Barely surviving to thriving because I have. And this is what I teach when I am coaching. This is what I am talking about when I'm mentoring. So welcome. If you are a new subscriber, please let me know that you are. Give me five stars. Leave me a comment. Um, It would be much appreciated. So welcome to the first episode. Yay. Okay. I am super, super excited. And I have I have so much to talk about. Like I have so much to talk about that I have podcast episodes and Tuesday talks with Lady Yo uh, topics for days. Okay, I have a ton of them. But today I wanted to talk about this particular topic because I ran into a young lady um, on my way out here, and we stopped. I was at a store, and I, I, it was in Texas, but I can't remember what part of Texas it was. Okay, yes, I do. It was towards the Houston area and we stopped to a gas station and I had on a shirt about healing or something. And, um, 
the young lady, me and the young lady talk, I think it was at the rest stop. And she just happened to talk to me and I was talking to her and we were just goofing off, you know, getting some rest. And she talked to me about, you know, it's hard for me. I'm trying to recover from, you know, I'm trying to heal. It's very hard for me. You know, I, how can, you know, how, how are you able to heal when you're still living with the person? Blah, 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 blah. So, you know, I told her, I said, well, you know what? Look me up on Facebook or Instagram or, you know, my YouTube channel. And I have podcast episodes as well for you to listen to so that you can, you know, start your process. And I said, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, meet up one day and see each other. You know, I'll see you online or whatever. And so that made me think about all of our healing process, okay? And I found that so many people are stuck in the healing process because they can't get away from the people they're trying to heal from or the people are in their ears about them healing or you don't feel like you're worthy of healing. So today's topic is, I'm going to give you three reasons why you are not healing, okay? Now, when I started my healing journey, what you have to realize is, you're going to have to do the hard things. And in order for you to heal, you're going to have to go do the things that you are afraid to do. What do you mean? You're going to have to cut people off. See, a lot of you all are not healing because you want to heal with the same damn people that broke you. You want to heal, but I want to heal over here, but I'm going to let them stay toxic. But see, if I heal, then everything will be better. Some of you all are not healing because you all function off of chaos. You all are functioning off of the chaos. You are functioning off of the toxic People, you're functioning because you're codependent on that type of behavior. Some of you all are not healing because you feel guilty for healing. I don't want to get well and get better and then leave everybody behind. That's not your problem. Those people are no longer your problem. Yes, you may have to heal from your husband. Yes, you may have to heal from your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your cousins, some friends. But instead of doing that, you all are partially healing, making Facebook posts, wearing stupid T-shirts. Oh, I protect my peace. No, you don't. You're only doing the bare minimum, but then when you get to, when you come to me for your coaching or your mentoring, you say, well, I don't understand why I can't heal. But then as soon as I ask you what you're healing from or what you're trying to heal from, the first thing you tell me, well, I live with my husband and, and he's so, and I live with my boyfriend and my boyfriend and I talked to my sister and I, de, I what? Healing is about you. It's not about your boyfriend. It's not about your spouse. It's not about your significant others. It's not about your family members. It's not about your work. Healing is for you and you only. And you are staying stuck because it's easier and comfortable to be semi-healed. 
See, I get a lot of people who think just because they get their hair and their nails done or just because they took a bubble bath. Oh, I'm healed now. No, you're not. I think I discussed this on another podcast where I said, uh, just when you finish the, after getting out of that 45 minute shower or uh, bath, that bubble bath, you still have to go face the people that you need to heal from as soon as you get out of the bathroom. So you heal for 45 minutes. Healing takes work. Healing takes time. But if you are not going to confront the people that you need to heal from, if you're not going to actually get away from the people that you need to heal from or do the things that you need to heal, then why are you putting yourself through this rigorous task of trying to heal in order to go right back in circles? I know how this is because I was that person. I would always say, you know what? I'm going to do me. I'm tired of doing this. I'm tired of doing this. I ain't going to, I ain't finna pull up those people no more. I'm so sick of that. And next week I'll be right back over there. I'm so tired of hearing all these calls about these people. They always calling me with this crap and always telling me this. And then I'm right back over there. I was going round and round in circles with my husband, cussing and fussing and cussing and fussing, but we never left each other. Healing is hard, but you make it worse when you decide to start healing, stop, start healing, stop. Healing is a full-time job. It's not 45-minute baths. It's not a few affirmations once a day. This is a, 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 a full-time job, and you have to be ready for it. I knew I was ready to heal when I left that hospital. I knew that I was ready to heal when things in my life were going downhill. I knew that I was ready to heal because I got tired of being the same person every day. I got tired of crying all the time. I got tired of saying, why me, Lord? I got tired of that. And you know, it's a saying, when you get tired of your own shit, then you will get it together. And that's what happened with me. I got tired of being tired. I got tired of going to get my nails and my hair done to make myself feel good, but I feel lousy inside. I got tired of trying to mask my feelings. I got tired of being triggered and upset and always at my anxiety up high when I was around people that triggered me. I tell this story all the time when me and my family would get together. The topic of discussion somehow always was about me when I used to run away from home or when I used to jump out of windows. It was a big laugh. It's, ooh, ha, 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 ha. You know, you remember when you used to jump at that two-story window to go with that boy? You know, it was, the, it was that. I got tired of hearing those stories. Because, see, the people that were telling those stories were the people that needed to be healed, too. And I needed to get away from them in order for me to heal. See, I don't have to keep hearing those stories. I am not obligated to hear stories about my life. I'm, I, don't, I have no shame of what I did when I was a teenager. 
And the funny thing about it is when they would tell these stories, nobody once said and asked, and I didn't either, but nobody asked me, what the hell were you running away from? Because you know what? Then that would have had put, that would make some people put some foots in their mouths. Cause I was running away from home. Cause I didn't want to be around y'all. So during my healing process, I had to realize that these were the people, the very people that triggered me are the very people that I needed to leave alone. That scares some of you all because you are codependent on these people. You're codependent on your parents. You're codependent on your spouse or your boyfriend, whatever. You are codependent on your toxic friendship. You're codependent because you make this this excuse. Well, that's my mom. I'm going to write it down for my mom. You can write it down from your mom from a distance. You can write it down for your sister or your brother from a distance. You set boundaries with these people. I no longer wanted to hear about me running away from home all the time. I I didn't want to hear it anymore. So when you start healing, this is actually going to mean you're going to have to leave some toxic folk alone. You're going to, you may have to stay away for a couple of months because if you're a codependent, it's hard for you to heal. If you have, if you suffer from codependency, it's going to be tough for you to heal because you're never going to be able to get away from these people. And for a long time, that's who I was. But then I decided that I was never going to be able to heal properly until I did, I made the tough decisions to do the right thing by me. Now, to some of you all, some of the people that I, I hear, you know, in my ear, I see some of my family members out here. Um, I see them posting little things like, why are you beefing with your family? Well, you know what? So funny that they're putting that same post up there. These are the same people who don't even deal with my family. They are, fam- my, they are my family, but they don't deal with them either. So they try to save face behind the, the, the Lord, No, I'm not beefing with my family if I don't talk to you. I just don't care to have you in my space anymore. That's not beef. That's protecting me. I don't allow people to get in my space if you're going to be toxic to me, if you're going to treat me like crap. If you're going to think that you are going to sit around and continue to tell stories about how I did all these things wrong as a child, but not take responsibility for your own actions. I, and it will be to the point, and this is how people trick you because they good for one or two months and then it's right back to normal. So then you fall for it and you back to square one. You're not going to heal going back and forth. You're not going to heal if you're only going to do it for two months. You're not going to heal if you're going to fall down that rabbit hole of, okay, I'm going to get my act together now, and this is how this is going to happen. Stop falling for it. When people always look at me and say, I can't see how you don't talk to your family. I can't see how you do talk to yours. 
Especially if they aggravating you, if they bother you. I don't deal with my family because I choose to protect my mental health. And if you can show me other things in the Bible that states other than honor your mother and father, show me something in the Bible that states that I have to be put through rigorous uh, 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 triggering things constantly because there's nothing that says that I have done my honoring. I'm going to continue to honor my mother. No, I do not honor my father. I have no more words for him because when I decided to honor him after he raped me, he betrayed me again. So you no longer get on that bus. I don't see, see I'm quick. I'm done because I honor my peace. I don't want to get victimized over and over and over and over just because they're family. And some of you all are doing just that. You're letting the guilt sit in. Oh, I'm going to ride or die because that's my peeps. Oh, I'm going to ride or die. Okay, keep riding or die. Keep riding or die for people who will let you die. Keep doing that. Keep riding and dying for people who will literally look at you when you're sick, when you ain't doing nothing, and laugh at you. Keep riding and die for them. Guess what? I'm not doing it. Because I am healing. I need my healing. And this is for my sanity. I have a child and a grandbaby that I also have to live here for. Some of you all are not thinking about yourselves. Some of you all are thinking with that. I have a good heart thinking. I got one too. You just won't break it again and again and again. I set boundaries. I keep my space closed. You do not get to enter my space again. You do not get to continuously tell me how many times I ran away from home. You don't get to to talk to me down on me. You don't get to do that anymore. And that's not, I don't love these people. I just love them from a distance. So some of you all are not healing because you're still putting others first. Some of you all are not healing because you're, 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 you're riddled with guilt. Some of you all are not healing because you're looking for love in the wrong places. Some of you all are not healing because you are afraid of what others are going to say about you. It's time out for that. And I'm going to give you these three reasons. I just went through them. The three main reasons why you're not healing. And number one, I am going to start with guilt. You're not healing because you feel guilty for getting better, doing better, and the people around you are not. I was there. 
I felt guilty for having a marriage that lasted long. I felt guilty for having some money and a little credit. I felt guilty for buying a house. I felt guilty all because the people around me wasn't doing anything. So I tried to keep these people in my circle so that they can enjoy everything I worked hard for to get everything I did to make sure my marriage was good. Everything I did. I wanted to bring these untoxic, these toxic people into my life because I was, I felt guilty. You know, I, you know, it, it, it did. I did. I was hearing that whole thing about, well, you can't just leave your family behind. Same thing they told me about moving to Texas. You just going to leave your family behind. That's just, so what? We're not in a mob family. You can leave your family alone. You can leave them behind. But I used to feel guilty about moving on. Uh, I used to feel guilty about having things when I would have big parties at my house. I would feel guilty because I didn't invite them. And guess what happened? I got my ass burnt. Because trust me, anybody listening to this podcast who's ever been to my parties, tell me what happened. I got my ass handed to me every single time I had a party when I invited toxic people. It was always drama at the party. All because I felt guilty that, you know, because I let people talk guilt me into, well, oh, you, that's your mama. You don't get but one mama. Oh, well, so what you get? So let me get this straight. I'm supposed to deal with, so you, you're telling me emotionally abuse is not something you need to let go. I'm supposed to still deal with my dad after he raped me. Like, why do we do that in the black community? You know, Chinese people will exile their family members in a heartbeat when they dishonor the family name and they don't look back. So tell me why did I feel guilty about keeping people around me that did nothing but trigger me? Why? Why do I have to suffer for that? There's nothing in the Bible that tells me that I have to suffer that. Constantly. Guilt. Some of you all are not healing because you are feeling guilty. I left South Carolina. The only person that I left in South Carolina that, that, that really means a ton to me is my son. I love my family. I will continue to love them. But you don't get to traumatize me over and over. Guilt is one of the reasons why you're not healing. Two, you cling to toxic people. You're scared. You're afraid. If you can't have a whole day without gossiping on the phone with toxic people, you're afraid if you don't get them, if you, that you can't go through your day without having something going on with your mama, your sister, your cousin, your brother. Your, you just, you got to have something. Because you are clinging to the possibility of them might liking me eventually. You cling to it. You like the toxic behavior. Because if you didn't have toxic behavior, what would you have? I'm too afraid to see who I am as a person without these people. You cling to toxicity. 
If you couldn't get up in the morning without something toxic on your plate, you wouldn't know what to do. So you can't heal from stuff like this because you're too afraid to cut those people off. So all of that I'm doing me, yeah, you're doing you until somebody else come in and ask you to do for them. And they're going to cycle all over again. People always ask me, how can you sleep at night? Like a baby. Like a fucking baby. Excuse my language. I sleep good at night. I did nobody wrong. I have done everything I could do for people. Nobody can never say I didn't do what I needed to do for people. But you don't get to reward me by trampling over my feelings over and over and over and over and never apologizing. That's the thing that gets me. They do stuff then you because you allow that. And this is what I have allowed. This is why some of you all are still waiting on these apologies. You ain't going to get it from toxic people. Because all they got to do is treat you like dirt. And then they know you coming back. So you ain't never going to get an apology. And the thing about toxic people is they don't see that they're toxic. They don't think they did anything wrong. So right now, me not talking to my family members, right? I could bet you a hundred dollars right now that if you go up to any one of these people, the first thing they're going to come out of their mouth, well, that's how she act. You know how nasty she is. You know, ain't not one time are they going to tell you, well, you know, I was doing this to her and she got fed up with my shit. They ain't going to tell you that. You're going to be the villain. And guess what? I'm okay with being the villain in the story. Because I know, the, I don't have to explain to you why I don't speak to you no more. I don't have to explain to people in my family or people outside my family why I don't deal with you no more. I am at peace with me because I did right by people. And most of you all can't heal because you can't leave the toxic people alone. You're codependent on that stuff. You wouldn't know what to do if you didn't have those cold, those toxic people. So when I hear these, everybody say I'm practicing self-love, no, you're not. Because practicing self-love means getting rid of toxic people. Number three, you're looking for love in all the wrong places, going back to the toxic people. See, they do something for you one time. Oh, they really do. Oh, they love me. See, they be looking out for me. Girl, bye. People who love you do things for you all the time. People who care about you make sure you're good all the time. People who want to see do right by you and see you be healthy will do good for you all the time. Don't give me just because they start acting good one time. And you know, let me tell you something. I fell for that too. Oh, we just gonna have a good time. We're gonna do right. We're gonna do this. They come over there, and I okay, and you know, and it's so funny. My husband said, All right, now here you go again. You're doing it again. And I used to always, and I remember the last time that I got with my family, my husband specifically told me, He said, This, so you're gonna try this again. I said, I'm gonna try this again. And I'd be damned if it didn't turn out to be a disaster. And that was the last freaking time we were together. The land, and that was way before I had moved to Texas. I mean, it hit two years had done passed since then. I never invited them anyplace else again. I was never going through it again. 
So see, y'all looking for the love of them. You're trying to have that love. I need the love. When they show me one little thing, they love me. They really do love me. Your boyfriend. Oh, he brought me flowers today. He really do love me. Your girlfriend. Oh, she cooked for me. So she, she do love me. You're looking for love in the wrong places. The love you need is the love you need to get from God and yourself. Stop looking for love in the wrong places. Because when you're healing, it stunts that. You're unable to see correctly. So you think every gesture that they're doing every two to three months is because they love you, but they don't. They only love what you can do for them. So let me butter you up so that you can rip and run for me again. Let me butter you up so you can give me some money. Let me butter you up so I can get some sex out of you. Let me butter you. You understand where I'm going with this? You are looking for love in all the wrong places. And you feel guilty about it because if you don't, when they do do it and you don't receive it or, and, and you know, they, they give you this, you know, guilt trip thing. See, I always be trying to do stuff for you every two to three months. That's, that's not going to cut it. But people treat you how you allow. You allow them to treat you good every two to three months. That's how they're going to treat you. You can't sit up and say, well, if he just act right or she just act right. Well, if my family just act right, then no, you can't wait on them to act right. You got to start doing these things on your own. Love on yourself. Your healing is about you. Your healing will not work. It will not get you healed if you're trying to heal with other people. You're trying to heal in the places that you were broken. And I can't for the life of me understand why you would want to put yourself through that torture over and over again, unless it's the three things that I just said. You cling to toxic people, you feel guilty about things, and you look for love in the wrong places. Heal that. It's time to heal that stuff. It's time to heal being there for everybody when they're not there for you. It's time to heal listening to everybody's conversations about what's going on in their day, their problems and everything. Heal that. It's time to say, I don't care what it takes. If I got to do this thing alone, I'm going to do it. But some of you all are afraid of being alone. Some of you feel guilty because you won't have those people to, 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 to heal with. I'm healing every day. Yes, some of the toxic stuff has already made it to Texas, but I nip it in the bud. I don't want to hear anything that's going on in South Carolina. 
No more than I wanted to hear when it was going on when I was there by myself, when I was there. I'm in Texas now. I don't want to hear your South Carolina problems. Your problems don't have nothing to do with me anymore. These are things that you have to. And see, the reason, and the thing about it is, again, they don't see anything wrong with their behavior. So I can't deal with you. If you cannot see that it's time for you to start healing and getting your toxic self together, I'm not going to waste my time arguing with you. I'm not going to waste my time dealing with you. I'm not going to waste my time talking to you. I don't call my family, my mother every day. It may two or three, maybe two or three days before I do it. I do not. Y'all have excused that noise. My, my puppy is trying to get into the office. He just woke up from his nap. I do not care what goes on down there because I do not see anything. And my thing is, you should have treated me good while I was there. Maybe I would still be there. You need to heal alone. You need to heal for you and you only. You cannot heal in the same places with the same people, with the same traumatic experiences. You can't do that. You're going to have to learn that if I'm going to start this healing process, it is going to be hard, but I have to do this for me. The sooner you get that through your head, the faster you'll start healing properly. But it's going to take work. It's going to have to take you literally being sometimes a major B-I-T-C-H to people. It's okay. If you are going to start this healing process, if you are going to be honest with yourself, and if you are literally going to take this thing seriously, you're going to have to cut out some things and some folk. Healing is tough, but so are you. I am glad that I'm on my healing journey. Trust me, when I tell you that it saves me so much drama. Like I'm thoroughly enjoying that I don't have to put up with drama. I don't talk to people on a daily basis. Unless I talk to people who, you know, are trying to be clients or something like that. I don't, I'm I'm not on the phone with my family members. I'm not on the phone with my friends. I'm literally at peace just chilling around my house by myself. Some of you all are who, some of you all have to be with people. I don't. Not because I'm not a people person because everybody who knows me knows that I can talk my head off. I love to be around people. But guess what? When I'm not around you all, I'm okay with me. I'm okay with doing my t-shirt business. I'm okay with doing my podcast. I'm okay with cleaning my home and listening to music. I'm okay with drinking my wine and my mimosas to myself. Because I love every freaking thing about me. I no longer let the people who were in my head who told me that I wasn't going to amount to anything. That I wasn't worthy unless I did something for them. Or, oh, you think you all that, but you used to. I don't have to hear that no more. I don't have to hear what I used to do. And I, and nine times out of 10, the reason why they said they brought those things up is because they hated the fact that I was not doing those things anymore. 
And they also hated that I was rising and elevating over that stuff. Some of the same toxic people are doing the same toxic stuff they was doing. The two, three years I cut them off, they still doing the same stuff. Imagine that. And it's no longer my problem. You can still have a good heart and cut folk off. You can still have a good heart and cut off toxic people. You can still have a good heart and cut off people who don't who don't value you. Why are you continuing to do things for people who don't value you? Y'all spend too much time trying to get the people who don't value you to love you and you push away the people who do. Trust me, I see it all the time. I remember how my toxic people would do every time I would get a new friend. They would find something wrong with my friends. Everything was wrong with my friends. I never said anything when they, matter of fact, it was so funny because anytime my toxic people would get friends, they would never invite me around. But if I had a friend, they would always find something wrong with my friends because that's how toxic people do. They lure you into their web and they want you to stay there. And, you know, because, you know, if you're, if you're, you know, that's how spiders get their prey is because their webs are sticky. So that's what they want you to do. They want to lure you back into that web. Now you're fighting to get out. So now you're dealing with guilt. Now you're dealing with the clingy behavior. Now you're dealing with the insults. Now you're dealing with the used to. You're dealing with all those things because you can't escape it. That's how they do. And you fall for it each time. And every time you pray about it and you get out and God releases you, you need to stay out. Stop going backwards. There is nothing back there. You're not going to grow if you keep going back backwards. I don't get that. If they haven't changed by now, what makes you think they're going to change two years from now? How can they change something when they don't know that they have a problem? If you're serious about your healing, it's going to be it's going to have to be done alone. If you're serious about your healing, you have to stick to the process even when it gets hard. If you are serious about your healing, you're going to have to give it your all. You're going to have to say, I want this. I need this. I'm ready for this. And when you do, ask God to help you get through that. It's been a tough process for me. I went through all of the the steps that I told you about. I I let the guilt get to me. I was clinging to toxic people because I was toxic as hell myself. And I was looking for the love. Remember, I didn't get the love that I wanted as a little girl. So even if they showed me an inkling of love, I was there. I don't like toxic love. I don't want it. Neither should you. Start your healing process. 
It's going to be the best thing you ever done for yourself. It will eliminate all of the things that you've had to fight for. You will learn how to just be. You'll learn how to just be. When you start that healing process. Do it for you. And for you only. That's a wrap. Yay. I got through my first episode. In Texas. I'm super excited about it. (laughs) I am so excited about this episode because it's just been on my mind. I've just been seeing so many people that are just going through when they don't have to. I see so many, so many people suffering who need to heal, but they're too afraid. I I don't want to heal if I got to leave people behind. I'm so toxic. I need toxic people to be around me. So I don't want to cut, cut them off because I don't want to feel guilty. Stop riding to die for people who will let you die. Stop going harder for other people than you go harder for yourself. Be at peace with your decisions. That's what healing looks like. That's what healing feels like. Be at peace with yourself. So that's it. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode from Texas. I am live from Texas. Yay. Stay tuned for for cocktails and conversations. Stay tuned for more episodes. Um, for the, Again, if you all are returning, thank you for listening. If you are new, please go like, comment, subscribe. A girl will totally appreciate that. Healing is about you people. And it's time that we start healing. Let's heal those old wounds. Let's go from barely surviving to thriving. Healing is the new thing. Being at peace with yourself is more than a t-shirt. It's a lifestyle. Healing looks good on you. So start the process now. Peace. You've been listening to Girl, Your Journey Starts Here. If you've enjoyed this episode, please feel free to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your preferred podcast listening platform. We really appreciate that effort. Tune in next time for another episode with your host, Olivia B. Shepard. Until then.